If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And the reason I did that off camera was uh, was for fun. So, all right, uh, might not know what it is, you know what it is, depending if it comes up in the episode. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we're going over the two. Uh, they revealed two ride lines: one encounter, one new that uh, we want to talk about because, frankly. I've been waiting on the armor cards from Yu-Gi-Oh for, since 2004, and my wish finally came true, I think. Sure. All right. So why don't we look at these things? Um, I, I guess I'll do it, and then if somebody else wants to do you guys want to split the Vermilion stuff? Sure. All sure. Right. So, uh, so this is called Silhouette Man, so it looks like if you've seen a picture of Neil Armstrong on the moon, that's kind of what it looks like. If you're for for just listeners for this show, everyone's um, so just gonna make Among Us memes. Oh yeah, definitely. That is totally gonna happen. Um, so you know, he's your usual of going uh, road on going second draw one. The grade one garter silhouette is uh, when placed on riding silhouette man. Search your deck for up to one machinery factory. Reveal and search it. Uh, add it to your hand and shuffle. So Machinery Factory is a set order. So once again, Brant Gate doing its thing with uh, set orders where it's all all kind of coming together. Um, so it's a grade one. Act in order zone. You can rest it. Look at top seven cards of your deck. Search for up to one, uh, one amongst them. So I feel like they did that on purpose. That has armed arms in its name. Sure. And reveal it. Add it to your hand if you have a card with the same name in your drop zone, and discard it if you don't. Um, if right. you add it, yeah. If you added it to hand, put this card into soul, and then shuffle. And then the other thing from order zone is if, if you have a grade three or greater vanguard with silhouette in its name, put this card into your soul. Choose up to two armed arms in different names from your drop zone and call them to empty rear guard circles. Interesting. Yeah. All right, that's not bad. Yeah. This uh, this looks completely off base, but like we'll 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 come back and look at this in a bit. So armed arms right. Uh, so big glove looking thing. Um, it's a grade two with ten k auto on van or rear. When this unit attacks a vanguard, if you have a grade three or greater vanguard silhouette in its name, counter blast one. Choose one of your opponent's grade two or greater rear guards, retire it, and this unit gets plus 5k till end of battle. Sure. So, real simple, nice and Kagero like. And then, armed arms left is auto on Vanna rear when uh, this unit attacks a grade three or greater vanguard. If you have a vanguard silhouette in the same counter blast one, draw one. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, these kind of remind me of just the the, di the direful dolls, right? Where they're like little, little dudes that have very simple effects. Mm -hmm. um, Cesar silhouette is the grade two in the ride line. When rode upon by a gigant arm silhouette, choose up to two armed arms with different names in their drop zone, call them to empty rears. 
Um, so goal early is using the order to dump stuff. Yes. Yeah. Or dump these for ride line. Mm, sure. Yeah. Um, I like when it when a when a deck goes. You have specific things that you want to dump for ride line. Um, otherwise, it just kind of feels weird. Where you're like, I, I want to keep this. Fuck. <laughs> you know. God forbid you have to make a decision. Yeah. And then Gigant Arm Silhouettes, your grade three, is uh, auto on van once per turn at the start of your attack step. Soul Blast one, choose up to two of your rear guards with armed arms and their different names and attach them to this unit. This is where it gets weird. The attached units are moved to Vanguard as stand. They cannot attack. Their power and abilities are given to the unit they're attached to, and they're moved to rear guard at rest at the end of the turn. So we got kind of a, a Bob Sagra Legion thing going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then auto on van at the end of the battle where this unit attacked. Choose up to one of the units attached to this unit. Move it to an empty rear guard as stand. <laughs> All right. I just think we should just start a drinking game every time they make a new boss that just makes a fourth attack. Does it make a fourth attack? Well, because you move one of the arms. Make like, it a second, right? Detached. Oh, you mean like... Or I guess you can. If there's another way, if you, I guess if you attach a back row, well, no. no. So what you do is like, because at the start is at the start of attack step. So you battle with the arms, then you attach them, then you detach one of them as. Stand. I see. So the beginning of his attack step. I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking magic. My bad. No, it's okay. Like, I played magic for the first time in like years the other day, and really, oh yeah. How was that? It was fine. I beat people up. <laughs> See, I know he means within the realm of magic, but I'm also imagining him just like literally beating the shit out of people for oh, yeah, cards. Yeah. I lost all of them. I yeah. borrowed I borrowed White Weenie and I played dudes on the field and they died. Hmm. That's good. Um so yeah, th this has like the four attacks like intrinsically in him. I see. Uh but you need both of those arms. Um so, very. You don't even need both. You just need one arm. Like nothing about it says that you need two arms at any point. Yeah. So it's up to. Choose up to two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Never mind. Different card names, so, but you can't be like right, right. It's got to be right, left if you're gonna do. So if you have both arms, this thing's just like thirty-three k. Yeah. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah. Um, bustling mechanic Rodney uh, is a great one. Continuous on rearguard. If you have a vanguard attached this turn, gets plus 10k power. Sure. So if he's got an arm stuck on him, plus 10. And then back row, uh, rearguard circle. At the end of battle where your vanguard with silhouette and its card name attacked a grade 3 or greater opponent's vanguard, if you have no rearguards in your front row, soul blast one and stand this unit. So you restand this and then you detach the arm in front of it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then a Q&A about the attached keyword. If I perform Persona Ride this turn and attach the attached arm or the armed arm cards, what will Gigant's arms uh, power be? Um, the armed arms are on Vanguard Circle, so their power will increase due to Persona Ride in this case. Uh, Silhouette will have a total of 63k power. Oh, All right. So it counts every <laughs> unit. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you increase the power of attached armed arm cards from trigger effects? And in that, that case, what will the power of silhouette be? Yes, you can. Uh, silhouette will also gain the same power. So you can so be if like... If you hit a front trigger, it's just plus 30k. 
Yes. <laughs> or you can be like, all right, check, get a crit, put it on the arm, and then move the arm, and it keeps it. Because it's not being called, it's being moved, which mm -hmm. is cool. Uh, when an armed arms card had its power increase is moved from Vanderbilt, what happens to the power? Since it's the same unit, the power increase will still, still be applied. Wild. Yeah. Uh, important I, thing, I'm pretty sure giving the critical to the arms will not let you deal additional damage. Yeah, I don't think it said it gives its crits, because that would okay. be stupid. I guess yeah, otherwise you I'm pretty sure this is the same rule as Legion. as Like, the grade 3 is, like, the main body that's attacking, so you apply its critical. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that would be interesting, though, where, like, if they go, alright, you know, 2 to pass, and you go, okay, crit, I'm gonna give all effects to left arm, and the power can still increase, and then I get a front, cool, it breaks through, and then you I move the... Counterpoint, Brant Gate over sugar. That too. Oh my god, Brant Gate over trigger. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in that case, it would just... Well, die. They die. That's... <laughs> yeah. No, because you're gaining, like... Th no, so you have, like, 100 million on something, and then you, like, double both of the arms in addition to the Vanguard, and then they'll, like, and then you'll like detach whichever one you gave the hundred million to, and it'll mm -hmm. still have like double critical. Yep. I don't think we're arguing whether or not the Brankit over trigger is good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just going through. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just kind of going through the line in my head of like, okay, wait, how much power is this gaining Cannot right now? Over triggers are still in the game. Yep. And the worst part is festival collection is them being like, yeah, fucking try and stop us now. And you're like, oh, damn it. Let's just introduce that rotation. We can rotate the OT out. Yeah, no, for real. So uh, what do we think of uh, this Among Us sus astronaut thing? I think this is a really interesting mechanic executed in the most boring way possible, at least as far as the cards we know right now. Like, mm. they're will probably be more support, but just the cards that were revealed in this stream that we know of currently is the most boring possible iteration of this deck. I know this, like, seems boring to you, but I really love the idea of this, where it's Legion and then Unlegion. Like, I, I enjoy yeah. Legion as a like, I think the mechanic is interesting. I just think, like, the cards we have so far are boring. Because mm. it's just like, okay, retire gets 5k, you know, draw a card. Those are all just, like, fine standard abilities, and then Silhouette is just like, yeah, just make a fourth attack. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't even get anything from having, like, two arms attached. Like, yeah, it doesn't that... gain a crit, or a drive, or guard restrict, or like, anything. Just like, yeah, just make another attack. Bug it. Mm -hmm. Like, so it gives their abilities, which means in order to like draw a card, retire rear guard, get five k. Like on attack with your vanguard, you have to counterblast two because you have to pay for each ability separately. Yeah, um, yeah and they VNR still work on rear guard too. So yeah, just weird. Yeah, that's like, nice that you can go. All right, swing, draw one. Yeah, attach, swing, counterblast again, draw one. So I think you're going to see a lot of use of like bubble mine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Uh, it is yeah, a brand gate deck. Yeah, but I mean, not every brand gate deck runs bubble. <laughs> that's line, true. Right? Now, now that's true uh, nowadays. Yeah, there's yeah. a while there where it's just like, well, you gotta have that card. But this this thing is doing uh, anything else, eating yeah. up resources like it's going out of style. But yeah, like I wish the art. Like I assume we're gonna get more support for this deck. I'd like to see arms that do something interesting. 
Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you have like Where's the big biggest blank, thing big bang blow, you know. You know. But that's the thing, right? Like the interesting thing about this is being able to like attach it and make your vanguard super big and give it a bunch of different versatile abilities. Mm-hmm. So like I'd like to see abilities that benefit your vanguard being really big, like basically the same argument I had about uh Leonor and Mask where like I hated that it was just generic stand to things when the right. main gimmick is like boosting with your whole back row and making your vanguard huge. Like I wish it got like a crit or an extra drive or like some sort of guard restrict so that being really big mattered. Right. Um yeah, I I'm just excited for this, and I know I'm usually the rose-colored glasses of the three of us, but uh, I I don't think... Th- this is probably not going to win anything, but I just really love the idea yeah. of putting it together, and I, I just... Am, I'm going to do it, so... <laughs> yeah, I think this looks like a very interesting deck. I just want to see, like, different arms cards. Definitely. No, they, they, left, their, they left the door open for just so much... Uh, potential mm-hmm. like they they kind of did that with the direful dolls where they're like all right well you got your grade twos and you got your grade ones and they yeah. all do different stuff so now they can be like all right let's do an arm that you know maybe like a more resource thing arm where it's like after mm-hmm. this attacks uh soul charge and then if it's on vanguard you can put or when it's armed put it in soul counter charge something yeah like yeah i mean they could just straight up steal like the burn damage from bob saga right just have an arm oh yeah counter like, if you had two, like, at the end of the battle, if your Vanguard had, like, two cards attached to it, just, like, counterblast two, retire it, deal a damage. Yeah, definitely. Or, uh, I like the idea, I like an idea that they introduced in, I think it was set six, and have only really used, like, once or twice so far, which is, like, compelled guarding, where you just, like, force one of your opponent's cards onto the guard circle. Mm-hmm. Like, I think because of the whole, like, two arms thing, you could have something interesting where, like, one of the arms forces your opponent to intercept, and then the other arm is, like, once per turn. When a card is put on the guard circle, you can, like, pay a cost. Your opponent can't guard with the same grade. Hmm. So you can just, like, force a grade one onto the guard circle and then stop your opponent from calling PGs. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Yeah, like, that would... I think that would be interesting. Like, I just wish they did something more than just like draw retire and then make a fourth attack like i know for um like it'd be interesting to see more cards that like punish right Mm -hmm. you have a like in stoikia you have the pineapple cat which is you know when it attacks it gets 10k and then for every grade on your opponent's board while it's attacking your opponent can't guard with that grade so normally they have like a two and a one. And you're like, all right, no twos, no ones for the this attack. It usually ends up being the killing blow because uh, you're like, all right, no ones, and they're like, fuck, you put all your crits on that, didn't you? I'm like, yes, I did, and they're dead. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would love to see more like punishment or like you said, compelled guarding. Um, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen really a lot of like battle door effects these days. Maybe they decided that people don't like those. Probably. I mean, probably, but also there's just, like, no good counterplay to it the way right. there is in, like, premium. I don't mind, like, when a singular card has it, like, a singular attack, mm-hmm. but it's really annoying when it's like, oh, for the for the turn. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. I'm saying for, like, one card, it's, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. I think it's kind of whatever on a single card, mm-hmm. so maybe that's kind of the issue. Either way. Yeah, yeah it, it turns into this... Uh, 
like back and forth were like, do you want it to not really be all that good because you just take the one that's a battle door still? Or would you want it to be the whole turn and then then that's how you get a, the piano in your Chronicle? Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've mentioned it, I think, during the Order episode. Like they have not, they still design guard restricts, they just haven't been putting them on vanguards. Because mm. we got like the prison card that's a battle door. And then there was that one grade three in Bastion that, like, unless you guard a very specific way, the attack always hits. Yeah. Um, which is funny because, like, the the proto Battledore still. So, uh, Battledore refers to the card Battledore Fighter, which was a Nova Grappler card in early V era. Mm-hmm. And, like, a, a early version of that is there's a stride for Royal Paladin which is main phase, you counterblast, flip something, and then it gets red text. When a unit with a brave with the brave ability is attacking, the attack will always hit unless the opponent has two or more guardians. <laughs> so it's like a weird, like, okay, if you have one card, it's going to hit always. Yeah. Like, um, okay, so I'll put a second thing down. You're like, all right, now you're good. Oh. It, it, it's very strange. But mm-hmm. that's kind of what the Bastion thing feels like. <laughs> Where it's not quite Battle Lord, but it's almost... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, Guard Restrict is, like, a part of the game's design, and it feels weird that we only have, like, two cards that do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, neither of them feel like it was a payoff to anything. Okay, I guess, like, Flagberg, sort of, for making five attacks, but, like, yeah. uh, Laurel Narrow just kind of has it like you can make her really big with that one song order but it does just kind of feel like yeah just have a guard restrict and then you have like a bunch of different things where the whole thing is making your vanguard really big and then they don't have it and you're like hmm. it's either that or it's really big and there's no crits so it doesn't really have a lot of pressure until they're at four or five yeah um so your mileage may vary i guess uh, yeah, I think this is a very interesting mechanic with a lot of potential. Uh, I would just like to see what other support cards for it do. Hmm. Um, so, let's see. Oh, hey, yo, Pineapple has a cousin. I forgot about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, one of you want to take this? Or? All right, I'll do Wait. it. So, <laughs> Hero Pineapple is a, a Stokea Grade 1 AK. This unit is uh, when this attack when the attack this unit boosted hits a vanguard, you can retire it, choose a grade two blitz order without regalis piece from your drop zone, add it to your hand, and then choose one card from your hand and discard. Why is this a minus? You well, already card, have to retire it. This card seems unplayable. Yeah. It's, a shame. Uh, it, it's just kind of fun. It is kind of funny that after we did our order episode, it feels like set eleven is just like the order set. Because the yeah. theme of all the cycle cards this set is based around different types of orders, yeah. and then a lot of the common support cards are also order based, so that's just kind of funny. Like they're trying to make blitz orders not not terrible. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. Like that's that's only in like Stoicaea, and I guess also Brandgate because Brandgate has a grade one of this that is like exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But like all the Keter cards are just based around normal <clears> orders. <throat> Including like random commons. That is strange. Mm-hmm. Um, is his cape a picnic blanket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Possibly. it seems that way. Kind yeah, of looks, it looks that way. Blanket. 
Um, all right. yeah, that's just the exact same card as the pineapple. Yep. Just Brandgate. So, Brandgate. And then, all right. They revealed a encounter ride line for, for Vermillion. Yes. We knew this was coming, but we now know what it actually does. That's so, true. You know, starter does starter things. Uh, Red River Dragoon is when it's raid rode upon by a grade two with only Narukami for its plan. Uh, search your deck for Eternal Thunderbolt, which is a new order. Uh, add it to your right. hand shuffle. Uh, when and then Rearguard Circle when it boosts. If you have a grade three or greater with only Narukami, Counterblast one. Uh, bind the back row Rearguard if you did not bind uh, Soul Charge two. Okay, pretty, pretty solid. Um, let's right. want to jump to Eternal Thunderbolt. Yeah, back in yep. my day, we had to move the back road to the front Runs. to bind it. That's true, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so Eternal Thunderbolt is a normal order. Uh, you can play this card from your drop zone, and you can only play it if you have a Vanguard with Vermilion that only has Narukami for a clan. Uh, choose one of your Vanguards, and it gets a continuous ability when your rear guard would when your opponent's rearguard would be retired from rearguard circle and was hit by this unit, bind it instead of retiring it. Uh, if your opponent has no rear guards, all of your front row rear guards get 5k. Drink. Uh, if this card was played from the drop zone, bind it. Okay. So it's interesting that, like, you have an order that is instrumental for making th this version of the deck work. It kind of reminds me of the Lutier order, um, except okay. the Lutier order is instrumental in getting you a fourth attack. This is just good. Yeah, uh, so it just like binds your opponent's cards, and if you happen to board wipe, it gets fun, which shouldn't be that hard. You get like 5k to your front row rear guards, like mm -hmm. it's fine, and yeah. you can play it from the drop zone because why not? So you mm. can like you can get utility out of the same copy twice. Like, so far in my testing list, I'm only playing three in the deck because I'm like, all right, well, if each order represents two activations, I don't need to find it as often, right? And, and I get are, one guarantee turn one, yeah. Yeah. And even if I discard it for ride line, it still has value. Mm -hmm. Right. Um and like yeah. how often do you need the like bind everything and the uh you probably just want to have it. Plus the like the additional five K from mm -hmm. wiping your opponent's board is like pretty helpful. Numbers and... in this deck are kind of bad. Ah, okay. It does give it to your entire front row instead of just one thing, so I guess uh -huh. three times. Uh no, only twice, only front row rear guards. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, interesting order. Um, now in regards to the grade two. Uh, so was rolled upon by grade three with Narukami for its clan. Look at top seven. Add a Narukami or Eternal Thunderbolt to your hand. Uh, okay. Was placed on rearguard circle. If you have only a Narukami, Soul Charge one, and it gets 5k, drink. Yep. <laughs> it's free, though, so. Yeah. Very, very nice. Um, at least it also Soul Charges. Yeah, do, do you, like, okay, in general, does Narukami have a problem with soul? This deck does. Okay, all right. Well, like, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, the the boy himself. Uh, yes. When do you guys take it, yeah. Vermilion. All right, so, oh, go ahead. Do you want? Do you want sure. Dragonic Kaiser Vermilion. Uh, act Vanguard once per turn, kind of boss one, so choose two of your units with only Narukami for their clan, add... And those units get powerful as 5,000 until end of turn. Until the end of turn, when this unit would attack, choose two of your opponent's rear guard circles 
And this unit battles all of the units on the chosen rearguard circles and the vanguard in one attack. So it does the old, uh, you know, I hit many things. Uh, and then in auto, once per turn, at the end of the battle, this unit attacked. If you played a normal order this turn and your opponent has four or less cards in their damage zone, discard a card from your hand, choose one of your opponent's vanguard, and deal one, one damage. Uh, that's the other reason you play the order every turn. Yeah, so early on, the order is going to be um, probably more important to play just because you you know give yourself the option to uh, put them to five. Mm-hmm. And then when they're at five, you know, they have to guard everything all of a sudden. Yeah. So I like this card. I think this version of Vermilion is like pretty interesting. You know, uh, it's funny that it gives, I think the original one just gained 5k on itself. So it's funny that it just gives the power to two other things now. Um, Although you can still give it to itself. When you say original one, do you mean the one from like old old days or like yeah v? old like old, okay. old Vanguard? It was, it was Counter Blast three gets two uh-huh. K and oh, attacks right. the front row. It was that's right. Dog shit. Back yeah. in the day. no Vermilion was actually meta. Uh, I don't know if it was Barely. meta on. Its, <laughs> I don't know if it was meta on its own or if it needed the blood to be meta, but like it was meta. And then V Vermilion was just a random double R that they only turned into a real archetype like years later. <laughs> yeah, where it was like Counter Blast 2, it gets 5k, battles the front row, and then if they have nothing, it gets a crit or something like that. Yeah, let me Correct see. Me wrong. Yeah. Um, I like that this doesn't have to do specifically the front row. It can be like, all right, do like a weird, uh, you know, upside down V. You can do like a yeah. one in the front vanguard and then one in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, and so it, it's nice to uh, do an L shape. Uh, it, it, it's nice yeah. that you can specifically do that instead of having to be like, "All right, I'm going to use uh, 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 you know Lizard Soldier Riki and make you switch your back row with your front row and then attack mm-hmm. or whatever." Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. So if he was like Counter Blast two, five K and a crit, if there are two or more in the opponent's front row. Or two or more rear guards in the opponent's front row. Instead of a crit, it just battles the front row. Uh, okay. All right. That's not that bad. In this case, yeah. Um, so you are tied to using a normal order. Do you use any other orders in your uh no. in your build? No. Okay. Only Thunderbolt. Like, I mean, like Thunderbolt is the only order that actually benefits the deck. The rest of them are just like if you retire stuff or that or they like retire something, oh. which doesn't benefit your deck because it's based around binding. Mm. And swinging, and not and not during the main phase for the most yeah. part. Yeah, um, yeah. So seems pretty solid. I think they made it a lot more cohesive than they have in formats past. Um, and then they also gave him two support cards, like they have with everything else. Uh, yes. So have at it. All right. So the first one is Rising Phoenix. Uh, has an auto on drop when either player's card is bound by your card uh, by your card effects during your turn. If you have a Vanguard with only Narukami in their clan, you could Soul Blast one and call this card to rear. Classic Phoenix yep. thing. Uh, not the original Phoenix, but at least the new Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> the original cost, one was Soul Blast 2, draw one on play. Yeah. yeah, and as a cost, you can retire this unit, choose one of your units, and it gets power plus 5,000. Okay. So that's a way to, you know, like, if you, if you were going to get it back anyway, you can just retire it, give some 5k, then do the thing to call it back. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, it's neat. Um, so this is how you get your, uh, your extra attacks, right? Yes. Just calling this back. Mm-hmm. Like, not great though, because the numbers kind of suck, but if your opponent's board is empty, it's at least 13k. 
And right. you could theoretically save your boosters if you drew them. Right. Um, yeah, because I remember, like, the original one was just, if you bound something, pop, it comes out of the, the drop zone. So you'd have turns where you're like, swing, swing, attack, bind, and then call two, and then you have a column, and then swing again. Um, so... Your mileage may vary. And then uh, last one, Dragonic Death Scythe. Yeah, the last one we got here, Dragonic Death Scythe is now a grade two. Uh, as a continuous during your turn, if your opponent has no front row rear guards, gets power plus 5,000. Uh, you know, classic Narukami shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Auto on rear, when this attacks a Vanguard, if you have a grade three or greater Vanguard with only Narukami for its clan, you can choose Soul Blast 2, choose one of your opponent's rear guard and bind it. And if you do not bind it, you draw a card. Okay. So Soul Blast 2 either binds something or draw a card. Yeah. Okay. Or if you bound a token, you get both, because tokens don't get bound, right? Uh, they don't. That could they, be true. Yeah. I, I believe they just poof. They don't get to the bind zone and then poof. Yeah, yeah so... it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm just going to... So correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that like choosing a token and making it go poof, you technically did not bind something, so you get, like, the removal and the draw, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm like 60% sure that is the <laughs> case, but uh, someone correct me in the comments, please. But um, yeah, so you have a Soul Blast 2 off of this. You have a Soul Blast from uh, Rising, Rising Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And I think Thunderbolt? Does no, Thunderbolt the other two... Out? No, Thunderbolt is completely free. The other... Okay. It's just that like Soul Blast 3 is already a lot. Yeah, it is. So you have the other two to soul charge. Mm -hmm. Does uh, Dragon Empire have any other like soul engine cards that I'm forgetting Not off really. the top of my head? No. Like a lot of things just soul blast. Or if they do, it's off of things getting retired, not bound. Right. Yeah, because like I remember old, old Narukami cards would be like retire, then bind. So. Yeah, but that hasn't been a yeah. thing since V. Nah. Yeah, that's. Uh... Been yeah. a long time gone. Like, I've been testing. Oh yeah, and then uh, next week we're getting Eva, so all the Eva players can stop whining about Vermilion. <laughs> Even though I think the deck is really mid. What, what Vermilion? Vermilion? Yeah. Like I think it's a very interesting card. I'm glad that it does a whole all these different things. Like the order is really cool. Being able to cycle it from the drop zone. Uh, being able to like burn your opponent is design space that. I feel like they could use more, but they have to be very careful about it. They do. Um, uh, they always have to be like, if they have five or less, or four or less damage, so you don't kill them yeah. with it. I mean, I think that's fine as long as it's like something you can play around. Like V Max, the burn mm -hmm. is like you can burn them for game off of V Max, but you have to wipe their board. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I do wish the burn damage was a little more interactive. Uh, just in, as a like design thing and in terms of just making gameplay more interesting like this is objectively better than if the if the burn was more interactive but like i do wish it was like if your vanguard hit like two or more things you could get the burn that would be good i think so, or it, like or it punishes them yeah yeah like it incentivizes your opponent to like guard their rear guards and then that is a decision that has to be made which makes the game more interesting overall Mm -hmm. Oh, forces like, them to have regards already, right? What? It also forces them to have regards already. Uh, that's true, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So as of right now, the deck is just like, attack a bunch of things, 
and then call Rising Phoenix, or like bind off of Death Scythe, call Rising Phoenix, whatever. Uh, it has hand size problems because the only draw power you have is Dragonic Death Scythe, and it's conditional, and you have yeah. to like, and you still have to like commit a board, right? So if you're playing like Thunderbolt, calling like two rear guards, let's say, and then you discard a card, that's like four cards out of your hand, and you're only getting like three back, two off of your drive track, one off of Death Scythe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I am looking for ways to make the deck plus more, like, I think Ethan, the one that's like, when your Vanguard's attack hits, you can retire itself, mm -hmm. uh, counter charge one draw card, this just guy. like this 9k grade 2 from, right. yeah, yeah, like this 9k grade 2 common. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you kind of have to have that one, because it's just like, okay, if you hit, and then it like does the thing and then you bring back rising phoenix you still have a rear guard on the board and then you drew a card so that's technically a plus one yeah like you're not <clears throat> calling over anything you're just yeah um so like you maintain the same amount of cards on board but you have one additional card in your hand so that's a plus and then like drawing off of death scythe sometimes if your opponent doesn't have any rear guard. yeah that guy yeah but yeah like i think the deck varies wildly between like okay you know you made some pretty you make like decently good numbers death scythe in particular gets really big and then you like burn your opponent so you push them to like four or five really quickly and you have an okay sized hand or uh you're n it varies wildly between like oh i have no grade one so my numbers are complete shit uh my opponent's only at like four or five damage, yeah, but you also have four cards in your hand, and there's no possible way you're surviving their turn four. Right. So, yeah. It's just kind of like, I think the deck on average is just fine, like it's playable enough, but then, like, the floor on the deck is really low right now. What does the rest of the, of the deck look like? You said you've, like, done some testing. Aside from Ethan, right? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the build I had right now was just, like, every Narukami card that was printed because right. you kind of have to have them, and then that leaves you with... Uh, oh, and then if I cut down to 3 Thunderbolt, that gives me like 6 additional cards I can play. If I'm playing like 4 copies of Ethan and then 2 of that Grade 3, that's like Soul Blast 1, your opponent finds 3 from Drop Zone. If they didn't bind 3, it gets 10k. Oh yeah, as a another rear guard. Yeah, so I'm just playing like 2 of that. It's another rear guard. It's also mm -hmm. something that binds so you can call back Rising Phoenix. Right. So, uh, why did I think there was like more space, right? Yeah, yeah, no, because oh, that is one problem with that I have with the encounter ride lines is because a lot of them specify their specific clan. Like, mm -hmm. the, it's weird because the old ones didn't, right? Like, Phantom Blaster didn't care that much, I don't think. Uh, Dragonic Overlord didn't care. Uh, Phantom Blaster Overlord only cares about Blaster Dark, so if you just make a bunch of generic Keter support that finds Blaster Dark, it's fine. Mm -hmm. But then, like this, I guess technically third wave of encounters with like Maelstrom, uh, Minerva. Like Minerva needs to discard specifically a Genesis card, which means right. you care about having some number of Genesis <coughs> cards. Uh, Maelstrom's effect only works on Aqua Force or Tear Dragons, which means you need one of those two attributes. Luke I think Luke only here calls is Pale Moon. Pale Moon. Oh, she uh, only calls Pale Moons? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You okay, it. yeah. So, yeah. like, all of the encounter ride lines have problems where it's like they care about their specific clan, which means it's really hard to design support for them because, like, if they don't give you new cards of the clan, then the deck is just very stagnant. Okay. If you. To clarify, 
uh, Lutier's effect herself doesn't. Join me, Silverthorn servants does. Ah, wow. the, for your fourth attack, it's got to be a pale moon. Yeah, so like, yeah. you need to have some number of pale moons in your deck, otherwise you're just stuck to three attacks, right? Right. Yeah. So that means the decks are very stagnant because it's just like, okay, you only had like these specific clan cards mm-hmm. that were introduced in your wave, and even if they introduce new cards that are generic nation cards, like, well. My deck doesn't operate with those. Right. Um, uh, I think there are things like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Rising Dragon, which is like, that's a four of no matter mm-hmm. what your thing is. It's always going to be good. Yeah. <clears throat> well, the nice thing about Vermilion and why I like it a little more than some of the other encounter cards is just like the Narukami restriction doesn't matter as much because it's just giving something 5k. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still annoying, because, like, Ethan is a 9k, and again, the deck has a hard time finding boosters sometimes, so uh, I wish I could just give Ethan the extra 5k so that he could hit something, but at least you can boost it up with Rising Phoenix, question mark? Mm-hmm. Is there... I'm gonna ask this as, like, the last question mm-hmm. for the episode. Um, is there a ride line you would like to see in the future? Now, it should be noted that all of these ride lines are from like limit break yeah and i mean they've just kind of been going with like the og vanguard so like mm-hmm. uh started off with phantom blaster and dragonic overlord because those mm-hmm. are the most iconic ones uh I mean, vermilion was also incredibly popular too so it was, yeah. yeah that's true uh yeah. we're just here for alfred slander <laughs> alfred, <laughs> yeah, alfred, look alfred is counter blast 18 18k column it's a fine card yeah, they just like skip straight to MLB. They never introduced the D Alfred. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're def- it's definitely just trying to get out, go after nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they've gone after the nostalgia bucks. So like, Minerva is the only real outlier as like the Misaki card because that one was all the way into like Break Ride era. Yeah, the yeah. next other ones would be like Sukiyomi or mm-hmm. something of the sort like that. I would love to see a Leopold. One, but I'm I'm sure they're never gonna do it. Like I mean, the guy that played yeah. it was like a minor supporting character. There's like yeah, a there's... possibility that it happens. If someone does it, I will. I'm trying to think of. I'll, I'll drink an entire like thing of beer on yeah. stream or something. I like if they're continuing with the trend that we saw with the like first wave of encounters, like. The next logical step would be evolution cards like Glory Maelstrom and Vermilion the Blood. Because mm-hmm. they have PBO and Dote already. Right. But also, if that was the case, I would have expected things like Venus Lukier and Glory Maelstrom in this set, which they did not do. Yeah. Um, would love to see Venus Lukier, although, like, the whole point is that she's, like, fallen, right? Or she's yeah, like, but oh, the, I'm too tired the, for this uh, shit. You know. In V, they just introduced Venus Luke here anyways. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, um, excited okay. for Ezel, uh, mm-hmm. mostly because uh, a shout-out to Lyrics Madner Discord, who um, makes ca- uh, custom cards like a madman right. and made an Ezel ride line yeah. before they revealed they were doing an Ezel ride line. Yeah, no. uh, if if I were to go with like the Nostalgia Train and like vaguely important characters. Uh, the next thing I would expect is probably a Dayusha encounter. Hmm. True. God damn, why isn't there a Dayusha by now already? Yeah, um, so, like, if we're going money. down the line of, like, minor characters that are 
recognizable enough. The next ones I would expect are things like Amon, now that we apparently have the rights back, and Dayusha. Um, yeah, there's probably something that we're really forgetting, and I cannot think of what it might be. Uh, Nova Grappler, but I don't know what the heck iconic Nova Grappler card, because Kamui plays... Kamui is the Nova Grappler player. He plays all of the Nova Grappler. He does not have an iconic boss unit because he played literally all of them. Ah, uh, yes. Lion Blau coming Kluger. back. Blaucluder. <laughs> I don't think he ever played Blaus. He did. For he a did. very short amount of time. Oh, it was like uh, one yeah. episode? Fair enough. Yeah. Blau or, um, I could, I very easily see B uh, Bestiades coming. Yeah. Coming back, Azure Dragon. Like, yeah. yeah, but like which Bestiades? Because he also played all of them. Azure yeah. Dragon, the cool one. Well, because you do like White Lion and then Scarlet Bird and then I don't know what the grade two is. Uh, Imagine they just do Ashura Kaiser. That'd why be... not? Yeah. <laughs> did they not already do Ashura Kaiser? Am I high? Uh, they did yeah. it in V. Oh, that was v. v. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was that like random Nova Grappler TD card? I'm I'm blanking. What? Uh, <laughs> Uh, so I, I I guess yeah for for listener like what what's a ride line you'd want to see and remember it's got to be before G because I think that's I don't think they're gonna be like all right we we're coming out with Gaia like it's not uh, G they probably do more of the stride sets like yeah. that seems to be their thing yeah like if they were to do G I uh, let's see we have I okay the next one's probably Blue Art if we're doing stride sets let's be honest oh yeah they should no. they should just Lord. for I'm tired of Luard too, but I sort of get it for like. Are you? Standboard. Are you tired of Luard? Yes. You don't seem like you're tired of Luard. There's somebody in my locals who plays Luard, and he's constantly asking me for advice, and I'm not good with Luard, so <laughs> I'm just kind of like, uh, sure, yeah, okay. Um, like I, I just played Ghetto Luard, and then once <laughs> Belial Allo came out, I was like, I'm done. Also, I found the Nova Grappler card, Gold Rutile. Oh, cold rutile. I forgot. Yeah, they should make an encounter of that. <laughs> Nobody will recognize it. I completely forgot about gold rutile. Wasn't there like a thing where um Morikawa plays it for a day or something and then he like be you know gets first in the in locals or something? uh he played like a, a pre-con. Oh, okay. And then got first because it was actually like a well put together deck. Yeah. And then he came back with like all of his grade threes again. It was it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. That was the that was the the plot line there. So um Morikawa is a good pilot but a terrible deck builder. Yeah. We all there's can't we all you can't have it all sometimes. There's people like that. I'm somewhere in the middle. I am a medium minus deck builder and a medium plus pilot. <laughs> so Huzzah. Uh, yeah, so uh, comment section. R ride, uh, encounter ride line you want to see. Um, what did you think of the silhouette and the vermilion cards? Leave a like, leave a comment, uh, leave a review if you're on Spotify. Uh, thanks to Darren, Cole, Josh, Jeremy, and GR on Ali for being $10 patrons. If you want to help support the show, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Um, and uh, you know, give us a buck, you get access to our Discord. Five dollars or more, you get a, a bonus show every week. So, fun stuff. Uh, where can they find the rest of us? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums Two Gs Two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. You can find me at Atlas Novak on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, or YouTube at the Epileptic Comic. Um, but for the rest of those, it's at Atlas Novak, and then um, 
or you can follow my other show, uh, Generation Dan. Uh, you know, two two generations talking about uh, topic. This week's episode was about fashion. So me and Dino arguing over whether suits are a good thing for an hour. Fun. <laughs> and then uh, thanks, everybody. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.